Hello, it's Big D, and you know what that means. It's time for my Week 14 DFS cash lineups. Before I explain what my rationale behind my DFS cash lineup this week is, please subscribe, like, and share the Swanky Spectrum Sports YouTube page where you can see all my cash game videos, content, and you can drill me over a favorite play you enjoy or favorite play you can ridicule me also check out the big d podcast on spotify and uh be honest week 14 is getting ready to be another one of those crazy weeks i mean just when we thought there wasn't so much value all of a sudden literally in the last eight hours there's value not just at one position but at several positions so I think cash lines will have some consistencies, but there should be enough variety to spice up head-to-heads, double-ups, 50-50s, and make it interesting. Uh, be honest, there are a couple of intriguing situations I'm watching heading into this weekend. First off is the LA Charger COVID situation. Uh, Stall slot receiver Keen Allen has tested positive for COVID-19, and uh, it's been, I think it's been ruled out for Sunday's game against the New York Giants, so Allen's not playing. Mike Williams is in COVID protocol. He's tested negative, so if Williams clears protocol, I really think he's a goodbye at six grand because the Chargers throw the ball a lot. And sure, it's a very difficult matchup against Bradbury and the Giants. But a number one receiver with Justin Herbert throwing in the ball, Keen all the way. I think Mike Williams six grand, especially as the number one, undisputed number one, makes a lot of sense. But uh, if Williams can't go, I think Palmer and guide and become very intriguing plays in the 3K range. Both of them, I think, make sense, not just in cash, but in a GPP lines as well. And then the San Francisco running back situation, because now it looks like Elijah Mitchell, catch team Dolan for the past couple of weeks, is going to miss Week 14's game against the Cincinnati Bengals meaning some combination of Jeff Wilson Jr. and Jermichael Hastings will be uh, running the ball for the 49ers. It's not true. I know what some people say. Hasty might be the PPR back, but Jeff Wilson's could be the goal line back, and we don't, ne- and we don't necessarily know how Debo Samuel fits in all of that, so that might be a situation to monitor before. Sunday's lock. So, uh, without further ado, uh, let's see my lineup. At quarterback, I think it's pretty easy this week. Take some help. 5,600. Sure. Take some out of the passive, then out look great a week and a half ago against the Cowboys. A couple bad interceptions. But as a runner, Taysom was more than adequate. Rushing the ball for over 100 yards. And uh, 
Has anyone seen the Jet defense the past couple of weeks? I think they've collapsed. I mean, yes, Alvin Kamal should be back for this game. But whether Kamara plays, I think Taysom could run 70, 80 yards. I mean, he's got a potential 10, 12-point floor at worst as a rusher. And if he scores, if he gets 80 yards and a rushing touchdown, that's 14 points right there. Could crack a 100-yard bonus. Could score. And as a quarterback, you don't need that much. If Taysom Hill rushes for 90 yards and a touchdown, throws for 200 and a touchdown, bingo. That's all you uh, That'd be more than enough. So I think Taysom makes a lot of sense as you're catching a quarterback. If you've got the money this week and don't want to take the risk, or maybe don't want to take the risk, but think, I want one of these quarterbacks in a shootout, maybe. I think Tom Brady at 7,600, even though the top quarterbacks all being priced up. I think Tom Brady is interesting in 7,600. I wish Justin Herbert could throw all his weapons because it'd be an interesting spot, but uh, we'll get to one of his weapons. I like it a little bit. But uh, a running back. <laughs> Antonio Gibson's just so consistent right now. 19 rushes in four games, 13 targets over the last couple weeks. Now, true, Jamie McKesson may or may not play coming back from the concussion, but I think Antonio Gibson has got the better control over this backfield. And also, last year, Antonio Gibson was a pain in Dallas's Backside scoring four touchdowns, including three on Thanksgiving. So, you know, Washington's going to try and run the ball, control the line of scrimmage, mean it'll be a lot of Gibson running and maybe a lot of Gibson dump offs. And if we get six, seven targets again and 16, 18 carries, that's all we want from him. And now the San Francisco running game. This is going to be fun. I mean, I like Jeff Wilson Jr. because of his touchdown upside. But this is this could go back and forth. And it might be a 12.55 decision Sunday afternoon. <laughs> or maybe <laughs> I think that I think the Niners Bengals game might be a late afternoon game. So it just makes things even spicier before the late afternoon lock. So wait and see on that one. And then a couple other guys. I think Saquon Barkley is interesting. Now with all this value popping, I think Barkley might be overlooked. Could be a good GPP play, even though he'll, he should be fairly popular. And then uh, Williams with the Broncos, depending on whether Melvin Gordon plays. I think the font could be intriguing right around the same price. Josh Jacobs, another guy should attract ownership at 6,200 in a pace-up game against the Chiefs. So look out there. So I think there are all some ways you can go for your catch teams. And uh, also, don't forget the guy at the top. I think Austin Eckler makes a lot of sense in catch teams this week, especially now without Keenan Allen, because guess what? Austin Eckler can get 13, 15 rushes. He could get at on a 
on an average, they probably six, seven targets. Well, now, could he get double-digit targets out Keen Allen? Yeah. I think that's very possible. Seneca could get double-digit targets. And uh, speaking of targets, how about uh, a wide receiver uh, target monster last couple of weeks? I thought most of the year, Chris Godwin. Anytime Antonio Brown doesn't play, I want all the Chris Godwin. I mean, he was stupendous last week. Who cares if he didn't score a touchdown? He got, what, 17, 17 targets against the Atlanta Falcons? Now, sure, everybody will look at the one next to the Bills and think Buffalo's got the number one pass defense. But who are the Bills play? They played a lot of Miami Dolphins. They played the New York Jets. They played the Washington football team, the Houston Texans. And on Monday night, they played Mac Jones, who threw one, two, three passes. Just saying. That one might be a little inflated based on who Buffalo Stephens face, or maybe not face. So I'm not scared of playing Godwin against Buffalo. And remember, no today was white for the Bills. So how are they going to defend Brady? Evans, Godwin, and Gronk right now. Plus, no weather concerns in Tampa. They won't be playing in a Northeast of fucking sake. And then another one of my favorite uh, catch plays last couple weeks. Still think Hunter Renfro makes a lot of sense. How about nine targets in four of the last five games? You know the Raiders, what, nine, ten-point dog? They should be throwing, which means a lot of Renfro in the middle. I mean, sure, will Hunter run for go for break one for 40, 50 yards? Probably not. But could he be a 9, 10 target guy again for 80 yards? Absolutely. I think an 8, 9 catch for 70 yards makes it's fine. If you get 15, 18, 20 points, I think Hunter run is fine. And Hopefully, of course, this will be good, be the week Derek Carr throws the 320 that I'm not using him in catch games. You burned me last week, Carl. Do not burn me this week with Hunter Renfro, please. And then, uh, and then my third wide receiver right now is Mike Williams at six grand. I mean, if he clears COVID protocol, I think Mike Williams is absolutely fine. Might be more of a you may think of him as a GPP play because of his big, because of his big play ability. But if he's getting double digit targets, Mike Williams could get there on volume and big play. So look out for him, and uh, don't overlook Cole Beasley because Tampa's defense is really going on paper, but they can struggle against. But Cole Beasley's really good against zone defense, and watch out because Tampa will play more, more zone than you think. You, yeah, everyone thinks that Todd Bowles as an aggressive blitz and coordinator, but the Bills can take advantage if Tampa plays zone. So look out for Beasley and the Charger values that Mike Williams cannot play. And speaking of values, how about a couple tight end values? Uh, I think Austin Hooper at 3,400 with David and Joku and Colvin Protocol for now. I don't know whether Joku is playing. Let me. 
I'm just checking one sec to see if David Njoku is playing. And David Njoku and Harrison Bryan have been ruled out. So it's Austin Hooper's job. For some reason, the Browns throw Austin Hooper the ball at home. And the Browns are home this week against the Ravens. And Baltimore's defense might be good on paper. But that pass defense, particularly now with a few injuries mounting, could struggle against Hooper this week. So I think Hooper makes a lot of sense. And I also think Jared Cook makes a lot of sense at 3,200. Again, not the sexiest play on paper, but with especially if Mike Williams doesn't play, I think Jared Cook becomes really interesting. Might not, might not get... A lot of targets might get four or five targets, but if he could get like four for 50, four for 55 yards, he won't kill your lineups. And then defensively, it might be ugly. Ugly because of how this team's played most of the year, but it's more about who's throwing the ball on the other side. I really think Seattle makes a lot of sense at 3,100. The Carolina... Cleveland are interesting at 27, 2800 respectively. But I but I won a piece of David Mills, so I'm attacking a deep. Not David, yeah, Davis Mills, the rookie quarterback from the Texans. And also, if you need the money, money and can't spend up at defense, or maybe spending like the high twos, low threes. I think Detroit at 2,400, maybe even Jacksonville in the low twos could be interesting values. Anyway, so, again, another value week, but there are all some stuff to play for. Sure, there's no Cooper Cup. There's no Devontae Adams. But you could still play Tyreek Hill. I think Tyreek Hill is still fine, Cap. I think a lot of these guys will be fine in catch. But in the end... I can't wait to see what this week 14 cash sleep brings and hopefully brings plenty of green for you and for me. That's my story and I'll see you later.